leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome once again to Adios Beaches, the podcast about travel on the Say It Again Network. My name is Aaron. And my name is Corey. We're back. We are long, back. Long delay. Long, long delay. Way too long delay. But life happens. Life gets in the way. Life does, and it's been far too long. We can't wait to, to get back at it. Absolutely. So, how are things holding up for you, Corey? Um... You know, as we say, life happens, today happened. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yes, it did. So, you know, the routine uh, service on the car turned into me sitting there for almost four hours as they fixed a recall item, but I'm glad the recall's fixed, but I really did not want to sit there for four hours. I wish I'd have known up front. What do you do at a dealership for four hours? I've had this happen to me before. It was three hours, and I sat there. My phone, fortunately, had enough life, but yeah. good yeah. Moses, that was... An extremely painful process. Yeah, I um, I spent too much time on TikTok. <laughs> I uh, I did review some 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 recipes. I'm trying to do better with my diet, so I I researched several several recipes and uh, watched some videos on that. But yeah, other than that, you're just just basically you're, you're sitting there entertaining yourself on your phone, yeah. wondering how long is this going to take. So. Yeah, and for me, life indeed happened again today. Um, so my wife is visiting her grandmother, grandfather out in California. So she's gone. She set up a, a time for me to get the dog to the groomer. Yep, got to the groomer. They said, oh, yeah, we'll be done around 3, no problem. I'm like, sweet, plenty of time to record. One fifteen, an hour later after I dropped the dog off, they're like, yeah. okay, she's done. I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? So, yeah, my apologies on that as well. But like you said, life like I said, life happens, and you just played right into the life happens. Through yeah. You. And it just, some days you just want to wave the white flag and say I give up. Yeah, some days you're like, can I just just uh, get a drink and go back to bed? And other days you're like, let's go on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. yes. <laughs> speaking let's of, travel. Let's, let's travel today. So, so uh, today we're going to discuss a, a place that uh, you are very familiar with. I've been there a few times myself. Uh, we're going to, again, travel out of state, out of Wyoming, because there's not much on some occasions in Wyoming. No. And uh, other days when we do decide to travel out of Wyoming, we don't go too terribly far. This this uh, locale is, what, about a four-hour trip? About. About a four-hour trip northeast a little bit. And uh, the great state of South Dakota. I yes, love to sir. say South Dakota <laughs> because I have a little bit of Norwegian in me. Nice. And uh, we're going to hit Rapid City, South Dakota. So talk to me about it just a little bit about your uh, your desire to go back. So I love going to Rapid City. I love being in the Black Hills. Um, that's where my dad was born and raised. Um, we got to go there a lot and as a kid, you know, going to see Grandma. 
Uh, my dad and I went uh, a little over a year, or a little less than a year ago for a wedding. Uh, still have lots of family up there. That whole Black Hills area, it's just, it's beautiful. There's a lot to do. Mm, yes. It, it's just a fun, fun spot for, for me to go to. Um, I enjoy it as well. Yeah. Um, most of my trips were made with uh, the church youth group or uh, for baseball. Um, yeah. So a couple different reasons there. But when we have gone, we try to take a little bit advantage of being up there. So I'm going to hop in real quick. We're going to go over a little history. Outstanding. And uh, I know the last couple times and last couple places we've discussed Cheyenne and, and Estes Park, it seems to be focused on the uh, gold rush and yeah. uh, the convoys going through uh, that area involving the gold rush, whether it be going to Alaska, California, or other place where there might be gold. And well, Rapid City is one of those places. Yes, it is. And uh, that that little part of it was called the Black Hills Expedition of 1874. And uh, well, you had, you know, with any good gold rush, you had people that were a little depressed, a little yeah. uh, successful, <laughs> not so depressed. Mm -hmm. And Rapid City formed out of those uh, depressed uh, miners. They they were a little down nice. on their luck, a little, little uh, I don't know what you say, not good at finding gold. <laughs> and uh, they were broke. Well, uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the 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 little research that I did uh, in the couple areas that I looked didn't say whether they were that successful or not, or yeah. or why they decided, you know what, here. But other than just you know, they just weren't doing as well as they thought they would so they sat down mr john brennan and samuel scott sat down and said hey we need to start a city here because we're just not having any luck and and we know what to do so they yeah. started rapid city uh in 1876 and uh they said hey let's go so they did they designated a six block area Six block, one six square, blocks. one square mile, six blocks, <laughs> and said, "This is where we're going to develop business." They said, "Hey, we got some friends that also are apparently down on their luck, so let's put them in charge of getting the merchants into town yeah. and get the merchants' families settled." And that's what they did. Six blocks worth of merchants, new families, new businesses, and lo and behold, after all of that, you now have the second largest city in South Dakota. There you go. Yeah, I really went fast on that history, but that that literally is about all I could find on the history. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, yeah, I looked at Wikipedia too, and there's some things you can trust on Wikipedia and some yeah. you can't. So I didn't go too far into Wikipedia, but the Visit Rapid City page, that literally they only had like two paragraphs of wow. this stuff, and I'm like, well, that doesn't help any. Yeah. But I did find out that why was Rapid City named Rapid City? That I do not know. You know the little creek that runs through town, right? Yes. That's called Rapid Creek, right? Oh, there it is. There it is. It was named after Rapid Creek, and uh, it's actually a limestone spring stream. I don't know the significance of the limestone portion, but hey, that's that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but it's beautiful because they've got a park right through downtown. They've got uh, a lot of stuff there that just really resonates with history including the fact that they are also called uh one of the nicknames is called uh the president's city yes because of its proximity to both 
um, Mount Rushmore, but also remember your trips downtown in Rapid City? Yes. Uh, as a youth group, we walked a little bit downtown. There are a lot of president statues down there. Yes, there are. So that's part of the reason why they call it the president city. It's also considered the gateway to the Black Hills. Yes. And uh, I'll let you kind of explain why why it would be considered the gateway to the Black Hills as you're coming from the east. So there's there's just so much in that area that you can get into, you know, so much that you can you can drive and explore, you know, there's so many good good trips into the Black Hills that can come out of Rapid City. Um, driving to Custer State Park. Yes. You know. Um, named after? Named after, I assume, General Custer. There you go. <laughs> the famous General Custer. There you go. <laughs> Battle of Little Bighorn. Yep, there, yep, <laughs> yep. He also was the one who uh, led the expedition. Oh, I did not know that. Learn something new every day, yeah, don't you? I'm learning as we're <laughs> as we're podcasting. <laughs> See there, um, but yeah, and Custer State Park is a great drive. You know, there's you drive through the wildlife portion and see see so much of that nat that um, that state park in its natural setting, its natural habitat. You know, um, we've got pictures when we took our kids and um, my sister and brother in law drove up from Texas. Nice. We went through there the one time with their kids too, and you know, 15, 20 feet away from Buffalo as you're driving. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So now, and the Black Hills, um, I, I don't know where they got their name, uh, to be honest, and I'm, I don't, I'm ignorant there. My apologies, but it's just a beautiful area. I call them hills. I don't know if they call them mountains up there or not. But I call them hills. Obviously, Black Hills. I'd hope they not call them mountains. But there's so many nooks and crannies in that road yeah. that are just gorgeous. And you say buffalo, I nearly hit deer as I'm driving mm -hmm. through there because they're just running through. Yeah. And they're, you know, thankful it was not just I was paying attention and mm -hmm. was able to see them coming up. I mean, I could see them down in the valley as they're coming up, and I'm like telling my wife hey i'm slowing down she's like okay is it too icy i'm like no because there's deer and with a van full of teens from the youth group slowing down right hitting a deer in the church van might not have been good no that probably would have um elicited a negative response <laughs> <laughs> yes very much so but i mean the black hills what, what else is in the black hills and, and this is part of the gateway i mean because it is really the last big city that you hit Obviously, second largest city in South Dakota. That's the easy stopping point before you yeah. get to Black Hills. But what else is there in the Black Hills? Um, real quick, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this at you, just by looking it up real quick. Mm -hmm. They are called the Black Hills because that's how they are seen from a distance. They appear to be black oh. as they are covered in pine trees. Yes, they are covered in pine trees. Yeah, very much so. That so, makes a lot of sense. So there you have it. That is why they have been nicknamed the Black Hills. So, fair enough. Yeah, and, and you know you get in there, and the obvious, the obvious big one that, that, that almost everybody knows, of course, is Mount Rushmore, um, which is technically in Keystone, um, mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. a short, short drive away. Um, beautiful drive through there, getting up into Keystone and up into into Mount Rushmore. Um, 
Um, just some quick facts on, on that. Um, admittance into the park is free. However, it costs you to park. It costs a lot to park. It's 10 bucks for a car, a motorcycle. Um, it's free for active duty military. So if you're military, yes. you park free. Yep. Um, if you have a nonprofit educational bus, it's 25 bucks. If you have a tour <laughs> bus, it's 50 bucks. <laughs> and if you're a senior, it's only five bucks. <laughs> a nonprofit educational bus. So I guess if you take a school bus up there, that's exactly. You take the school bus bucks. with the school district ablaze yeah. or emblazoned on the yeah. side of the bus. <laughs> so. And that, of course, Mount Rushmore, of course, is the national monument that has the carvings of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln mm-hmm. on there. It's a beautiful place to it get is. to. It's, it's gorgeous. Um, it's cool how you can see they started to do the full bust of George. Yes. And he's got like his collar and whatnot, and then they about-faced and said, you know, we're just going to do the faces. Yeah, so when we were up there in 2017 for Ethan's baseball, mm-hmm. I'll divest, I'll, I'll move a little bit. Um, we we did. Janda, Rachel, and I stopped on the way home um, at the park. And I'm like, hey, we're up here. I'm going to go see some presidents. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go to right. Rushmore and say I've been there. I've done that. Lo and behold, that was the one day that the oldest living and last living worker from the 30s was there nice publicizing his book signing his book to anybody that bought it and i'm like okay well that's cool and i went i actually talked to him his name is donald nick clifford um in 2017 he was alive unfortunately he did pass away on the 23rd of november in 2019 at the age of 98 but while they're talking to him, well, you know, two, three minutes of talking to him because I didn't mm-hmm. want to impede, but he didn't have anybody in line and his daughter was right there. So I said, yeah, come talk to him. I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. Uh, found out he started working there at the age of 17. And I'm like, well, that seems to, you know, go against child labor laws. But back in the 20s and 30s, there were no child labor laws, apparently. And if there was, he didn't care. He, yeah. he finished school. He was like, I got to work. And he had an opportunity to go work there and be a carver. He helped carve the busts. Yeah. And he was one of the first ones on the job site and was the last one off the job site when they were finished. Because cool. that was his job, was making sure that those busts were done. And just talking to him, I mean, the dude was super smart. And you could tell he had a real passion for that park. I mean, he was proud of what he did, as he should be. Yeah. But I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. And he did write that book called uh, Mount Rushmore Q&A. Very cool. Not a very original name no. for a book, but, I mean, what else are you going to do when, when you're writing it in your, what, retirement age? of? And he was very advanced when he wrote it. I mean, we're talking 75, yeah. 80, if not older. So, hey, yeah. cool. So in the if if my if my math is right, it'd be in the very early sixties, 60, 61, 62, there was a visitor center that was being built there that my grandfather and my father both worked on. Oh, cool. My dad, this last trip about nine months ago that we went on, was explaining to me he got a job there because my dad could drive. 
they actually hired my dad at, I believe, 16 to drive an 18-wheeler hauling material in and out up That's and down cool. the Black Hills. That's cool. You know, so you're talking about this guy being hired at 17, and you know, after driving those hills in my personal car now, compared to probably what they looked like back then, they probably were not as um, wide and smooth and forgiving. And, uh, and I was asking my dad about that, and he said, Oh, we were just driving and going to work. He's like, it was just a job. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. At 16? 16 he was, <laughs> you know, drive, driving the big rig, hauling stuff in and out of there. That's fantastic. You know? Yeah, and that visitor center, of course, is, is now no longer there. But uh, that's That actually is really cool. That is cool. Um, so Mount Rushmore, um, obviously you've been there. Have you taken the trails that they have to go below? Um from their visitor center and entryway to below where you can just look straight up at the busts? I actually haven't. Um, I know they have like that, that little amphitheater like down there that you yeah. can walk down to and sit yeah. at. And, um, I'd like to go up there one of these years for the 4th of July, sit down there and watch the fireworks above the, the mountain. But um, I've not done any of the, the trails around there and I've heard lots of people talk about doing it and how much they enjoy it, but I've never done that. Yeah, we, you know, when we were up there, we just took our sweet 10, 20 minute mm -hmm. walk out. And yeah, we wanted to, but we also needed to get home because it was what, two, three o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon, mm -hmm. um, maybe even three o'clock in the afternoon. We knew we needed to get home, do laundry so we could go to work the next day, right? And not be out driving the, uh, adventure through the black hills and right. through eastern wyoming of, of wildlife in the dark yeah so we we still made it home and in time for light to be just ending yeah but so but again we just went because we wanted to go and that's i think i'm with you i want to go again so i can yeah. take that trail so i can go see something in the amphitheater in let's see here i was married in 99 so this would have been would have been that april April of 99, um, actually I can remember it was April 20th, 1999, so that day is, April 20th is my sister's birthday, but April 20th, 1999 was the Columbine tragedy, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. my wife, my then fiance, my now wife, and I were in, staying in Keystone with her mom and sister and brother, they were visiting, and um, that was, we had gone up to Mount Rushmore for the day, came back, and that was the news on the TV that night, but, uh, that night it rained really hard, so we drove up there after dark when it had been raining really hard. And it was really, really cool to see them lit at night and under that rain. Oh, wow. And um, under certain angles as you're driving up the road, it makes um, it made George Washington look like he was crying the way they were, the rain was oh, running wow. down his face. So it was just a cool, um, different perspective, you know, being at night and being in inclement weather. That, yeah. Well, when we, uh, that year that we went up for baseball, we drove in a massive rainstorm yeah. going through hot springs and um, taking the road up to South uh, Rapid City. I, I've never driven in rain like that in the dark in that area. So it was a little sketchy for me um, because, mm -hmm. you know, getting out of, of uh, Custer and, and hot springs. There's some nice little roads there that have uh, 90 degree turns and yeah, and uh, a lot of switchbacks. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. Yeah. There's a there's a little you can take the road off of Mount Rushmore and you go 
just a little ways down and there's signs and direction it says for a side view and you drive a little ways and it's got a little pull-off point where you can take pictures and you're now um, perpendicular to where you get a good profile side view of George Washington oh, like wow. right through the trees and through the mountains it's a cool picture spot that would be so. that would be well speaking of, of uh, uh, switchbacks and and windy roads you yes. even showed me something so so talk to me about that little road right there so a lot of people talk about um what they call the pigtails up there um or um iron mountain road and it is a um a drive that you can take up there in the black hills and I'm looking at this sign right here. So Iron Mountain Road is also Road 16A, Highway 16A. Um, it is 17 miles long. There's 314 curves, 14 full switchbacks, three complete pigtails. You've crossed through three tunnels. Twice the road splits, and it's only one lane, you know, it's one lane wide. And you also get a view of four presidents on this drive. <laughs> Oh, mercy. So you say 16A, and I was actually just looking at the larger map from uh, Mount Rushmore. And uh, that takes you basically right down to Custer State Park. That is correct. And good Moses, that is... Whew, I'm looking at some of these roads. Oh, my. that that. If you are not a fan of driving on the edge... This is definitely not the road for you. No, and it's it's an absolutely beautiful drive. It's it's so entertaining. Um driving it um this last time with my dad and my we were in my dad's car and he was letting me drive. You I really got the feeling of um why you can tell the the motorcycle enthusiasts love coming up there. That that looks like just such a fun ride. Albeit um, not a ride for the novice. You do have, you do need, you, you're going to need a little bit of, um, experience and skill under your belt as a, as a, a motorcycle operator. But, um, those, those pigtails was solid, solid turns spinning all the way around and just switching back and forth and winding your way through those trees. It's, it is, it's absolutely stunning. You know, come to think of it, that might have been part of the road that I took the first time I drove up there with the youth group. Could have been. Could have been. I, I can't say it is. Yeah. But uh, I remember several, several turns, because we stopped in Custer. We actually ate there in Custer. Um, and uh, I had no idea where I was going. Yeah. You know, and that's this is one of the areas where if you don't know where you're going... You're going to discover something. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. You're going to discover something. And you'll find something. And it's going to be beautiful. Yeah. I mean, unless, of course, you're in the dark and then yeah. you might be hosed. Yeah. But it, it is a beautiful drive. And that beauty basically starts down in hot springs. Yeah. Um, the natural hot springs there, hence mm -hmm. the reason hot springs, um, which is a small, crazy small town. Very, very small. Um, but beautiful. And apparently they have a river. Town, mm -hmm. there is, and uh, there's a, a swimming swimming place that everyone loves. A little, little, um, I guess you, guess you call it the swimming pool, I don't know, called um, Evans Plunge. And they've basically 
built it over the river so the river runs right through the pool so you've got a, a deep end um, where the water's deeper and you can dive and they've got rings to try to swing across I, n- I never was strong enough <laughs> or agile enough to do the swing ring to ring thing and go all the way across right um, <laughs> one ring and you're in yeah <laughs> yep, that's, that's me, me. that's me <laughs> um, there's a couple of slides it, it's been built up a lot since I was a kid I remember then when I was a kid there was only one slide there's this white one that went like straight down really fast and then they added one that was more of a a slower, um, not not real slow, but more of the traditional water slide. You get the water park where you're curving around and riding right. on a tube. And now they've got stuff that goes outside and whatnot. But um, it was always we always loved to 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 go to Evans Plunge. It was always a big treat, and you know you could go in there year round, and you know water was always decent and nice and hot. Yeah. Well, hot springs. Yeah, Cause, you know, because when you're driving through there. There is a sign that says hot springs mm-hmm. with the arrow pointing yeah. towards that. And I'm like, huh, well, that sounds fun. But of course, we're always driving through. Never time yeah. to stop. We, we used to, my grandmother used to live in hot springs, so that's why we always stopped there. There you go. But yeah, um, there, nice. there is not a lot, no, in hot springs. <laughs> One of the last times I went up there um, was driving up with my sister probably a year and a half, two years ago. And it was late enough at night, we were both hungry, and we didn't know. It's one of those things like, okay, we're in town, but it's late. <laughs> Are we going to find something? And luckily, the, the, the Taco John's was still open, so we were able to score some Taco John's. At least they had something. Yeah. That, I, but that, that is, there wasn't much else at that, no. that time of night. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone during the day. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the other things there, through the Black Hills, um. Which is a little farther south of um, Mount Rushmore is uh, Crazy Horse. Yes. And you can see that from the highway. And it's massive and it's beautiful. And they're still building it. Yes. Um, Last time I knew they were still building it. And from their website, it looks like they're still trying to build it. Um, With a lot of history there. And it, it is... I love history in as much as if I can see it and if I can really have it be tangible to something in my life, um, I'm I'm for it. You know that's why I loved mm-hmm. going to D.C. because of the history. Yeah, I loved um, uh, South Dakota because of some of the history there in Charleston. Um, Charleston's not in South Carolina, is it? I don't yes. remember. It is. It is. Um, yeah. The buildings there are so historical, and I could see it and everything. Mm-hmm. And Crazy Horse is one of those areas. Uh, I grew up in a town out in Washington State. Washington State has a lot of reservations. Mm-hmm. Um, and the town I grew in, the reservation was right across on the other side of the interstate. And I had some friends that were of, of an Indian descent, mm-hmm. um, some of the coolest people you'll ever meet. And and for me to actually see the Crazy Horse Memorial would bring back a lot of of those memories of how Mm -hmm. we integrated growing up with a culture completely different than what I was used to. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't perfect. I'll never claim to be perfect. And even today, there's no way I'm going to completely understand an Indian heritage or culture, but it's fascinating to me. Yeah. And, And to see that they're doing something for their tribe and their community is phenomenal. And that is just, and that's something else you can see just absolutely lit up. Mm -hmm. At night, yeah, and it's beautiful, and, and that's one area that I would love to stop at. It's so this when when we were there just here recently, me and my dad, 
we decided to go in and go through the museum there at Crazy Horse. And um, it was pretty cool. I'd never done that before because it's not complete. It's been under construction for years. Um, yeah. And when it's completed, it'll be the world's largest mountain carving. Yes. Um, but th there we go. We're, we're a long ways away from it being completed. And it's... Um, it's got a long ways to go. It's you know every time you go up there, you think it's gone a little further, and then you're like, I'm not sure if it's gotten. Really, I can see <laughs> stuff up there working. Is it, right. is it further along? But um, going through the museum, the museum that was in there was was really really fascinating to me because I myself really enjoy history as well, and there was a lot in there, a lot of very cool um, tribal stuff from the from the native tribes um, to see their their different artifacts or different clothing they're different just what they used in day-to-day -day life and they had a lot of section of you know different native americans how they have been a part of american history you know they talked had a section on on um the i believe it was world war ii the the navajo that they oh, used wow. the the code talkers right you know and you know different different parts of native american tribes that have been a part of you know, the support of the American military and, you know, right. there, there was just so much there to, to gather in, you know, as a whole and, you know, really learn a lot about, about, you know, a group of people that maybe we don't know enough about or haven't taken the time to learn enough about. And I'm, I'm also guessing there's probably a lot of history there about that area in the tribe mm -hmm. um, that is, is living there in Crazy Horse, uh, the town, Crazy mm -hmm. Horse, or in that general region and, and the battle that they've gone through and not just getting that recognition in their land, but in sustaining that land. Because yeah. um, I know, I don't remember, two, three years ago, there was some controversy that I remember seeing. Don't remember what it was, but I remember seeing it. And yeah. again, I, I'm not gonna claim perfection or any amount of reasonable knowledge into culture. Yeah, but I mean, even seeing um, what the Indian village here in Cheyenne does, and how they develop that culture and, and impart their wisdom and knowledge, yeah. uh, is fascinating. Yeah, and, and I'm guessing it's something similar to that. There, the museum and the park itself, yeah. which you can get into 365 days a year. Yeah. So a little here's just a little bit of little background. Um, Crazy Horse Rose to become. One of the most powerful and recognized North American figures of the Lakota Indian tribe, second only to Sitting Bull. There you go. Um, cemented in history as a Native American war leader and a fearless defender of Native American culture. Crazy Horse has come to represent the freedom of the Native American spirit and historic continuing effort to preserve Native American culture within American society. Um, so, yeah. I believe, if, if I have my information right, that the reason this is taking so long is it's, it's they're going to be, when it's completed, it will be completely public funded. So all your park entrance fees, your parking fees, your donations, that is what is continuing to, to fund the, the, um, the carving. And that makes market. sense. That makes sense. I did enter a motorcycle raffle, tried to win a motorcycle. Did you? Proceeds to help <laughs> go there. I right not, on. I did not win a motorcycle. Darn it. I ah. wanted to. It was a beautiful bike. <laughs> Harley? No, it was no? an Indian. Oh, even better. Yeah, gorgeous. 
Absolutely, man. Indian puts out some really nice yeah. legs. Yeah, it's a beautiful, uh, kind of a matte white finish. Oh wow! Yeah, perfect. But perfect. So that's what we can do there around Rapid City in the Black Hills. Mm-hmm. You can, you can. Um, there's the Badlands, also slightly outside of of uh, Rapid City. Uh, I've seen friends' pictures from the Badlands, and dude, that's that's pretty intense area right there. Yeah, um, it's. Pretty desolate, almost. <laughs> if that's the right way to, to word it. Yes, yes. Uh, um, not, they're just on rocks when they go. From yeah. the pictures that I see, they're just on rocks. Which you know, hey, man. Yeah. Eastern Eastern South Dakota. That's that's what you get. So, and that that name comes from the also from the Lakota people. Um, okay. They they the I won't try to pronounce the Lakota word. <laughs> but it translates to badlands um, because of its rocky terrain, lack of water, extreme temperature, makes it difficult to traverse, and not a lot grows there. Gotcha. It's a great place for hiking and fossil hunting, if if that's your type of thing. If you're look, if you want to look for fossils or things of that nature. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's that's cool. So, so let's focus now we've hit a few areas outside of rapid yes let's go back to rapid you say fossils um went up there do you ever notice the big green brontosaurus looking dinosaur up on top of the hill yeah that's old dinosaur park yeah and uh my son and i joke about um the home run he gave up his senior year that I think the ball actually landed in dinosaur park from the baseball stadium, which is not possible, but the joke and the trajectory, the, yeah. I mean, the way the kid hit the ball just, yeah, that's the joke going joke. But dinosaur park was actually an idea conceived by one of the rapid city chamber of commerce individuals to capitalize on tourists coming to the black Hills, um, to see, you know, Mount Rushmore, but it was during the thirties. And the Works Progress Administration built five dinosaurs out of iron pipe, which, Hmm. okay, that's cool. Iron pipe, wire mesh, and concrete. Two additional dinosaurs added shortly thereafter. And the park is located near a spot where real dinosaur tracks were found. So there is some of your uh, uh, fossils coming into play, even there in Rapid City. So, and I've never been to Dinosaur Park I, it, it's never interested me. Um, yeah. I'm sure it can interest people, but that is definitely something to do more than just uh, walking through downtown looking at uh, statues of presidents. Yeah. So, have you been to Dinosaur Park? I've not. I won't say I haven't. That's I don't. I don't recall it very well. May have gone when I was younger. My parents That's may fair. have taken me, but That's I do fair. not. I, I can appreciate that. So, in Rapid City, when you hit Rapid City. Um, you know, people hear South Dakota, they think it's cold, they think there's going to be a lot of snow in the winter, 
Uh, not true, uh, straight from the rapid, visit rapidcity.com website. Um, apparently, uh, Rapid City is considered the banana belt of South Dakota. The banana belt. And when I read that, I had to read it five times because yeah. I'm like, banana belt, okay, whatever. And that's because it gets less snow than Denver, hmm. more sun than Miami and Honolulu. That's hard to believe. I agree. It's hard it's, to believe they get true. less, because I think they get plenty of snow up there in Rapid. I, one would think, but they get less snow than Denver, more sun than Miami and Honolulu, and is warmer than Minneapolis, which I could believe that one, because it doesn't oh. go farther south of Minneapolis. Okay. The average temperature May to October is 73 degrees. November to April is 42 degrees, huh. which every time I went to Rapid City in February, it was not even close to 42 degrees. Yeah. Well, actually, maybe once it was close to 42 degrees. But, I mean, of course, I was still running around in shorts and a t-shirt, but that's just because it's me. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't definitely at all, and it was snowing when we were there one year, so... It seems to me that, that I I seem to recall when I kind of check the weather around the region when we're getting bad weather, Rapids usually getting just as bad as we are. Absolutely. I will say, though, come summer... Um, Usually right around the beginning of, uh, uh, I can't remember, the big motorcycle rally. Oh, Sturgis rally. Sturgis, yes. Um, Rapid City gets hit pretty hard with some of those thunderstorms that produce massive hailstones. That's the first part of August, so yeah, that's in that Yeah. That, I, that I, window. I, I do remember that. So, yeah. so I thought that was kind of an interesting little fact there, that, that their average temperature for what six months a year is 73 degrees well that's higher than i thought it would be but yeah yeah but i mean you're looking at summer where it does get pretty hot there yeah. some days compared to <laughs> going into winter yeah so that's not too bad yeah and and when i you know when we went out there in in uh april no may for baseball it was gorgeous absolutely gorgeous there so, just a fun little fact about Rapid City right there. Yes. Uh, like we said, population, or size-wise, it's the second largest city, but it's because uh, the population of Rapid is just over 70,000 with the metropolitan population, the area they're around, including Crazy Horse and mm -hmm. Custer and all that stuff, is uh, 138,738. Wow. To be exact, apparently. To be exact. Because the Visit Rapid City website wants to be exact. Yeah. Um, also known as, in 2011, the most patriotic patriotic small town in the United States. Um, I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't either. Interesting. Interesting thing. So, What, what classifies you as a small town? Like, where do you have to fall in <laughs> to be in that? Like, if you wanted to compete... <laughs> Well, I guess 138,000 qualifies as small. Okay. So, so does that make Cheyenne tiny? I don't know. I guess. Uh... <laughs> uh -huh. Yep, because uh, I've always envisioned, you know, Rapid as a, a mid-sized city. Yeah. Oh, well. So so when, when you go to Rapid City, what else can you do up there in, in Rapid City? Well, I'm sitting Big here looking question. at another one of their, their websites. Um, you can rent. Um, they have helicopters. You can rent and take a tour of the Black Hills up, up over Rushmore, over the just that's, over the scenery. That's if you cool. want to go for a helicopter ride. 
Wow. Um, looks like you can rent one of the uh, party peddlers. You've seen those the in some of the bigger centers? It's like a table that fits like four people down oh, each side. Oh, so like the party bike. The party bike. and you. I have seen those. And you pedal away, and there's like somebody driving it, I think. And, and I've wondered how much you have to, if you're sitting there participating in the party, how much you have to actually <laughs> pedal to, to navigate said uh, contraption. <laughs> I, I can see this going horribly wrong with some people. Yeah. Because I know some people that drink like a fish. And right. if if you're having to pedal and trying to drink at the same time, there's bad results going to happen. Yeah, and I mean, if somebody's drinking too much and they're not pedaling enough, does that mean you got to pedal twice as much? <laughs> I'm just curious. You know, I, I'd venture to guess whoever the guy is that works for the company that's driving the thing, it, it's probably got to be motorized somehow where they can kind of take over. I I don't know. But I could be completely but, wrong. But I'm also sitting here thinking, man, if I'm the driver of that thing, mm -hmm. I'm totally cool as long as somebody else is doing the work. But yeah. the second they stop working because they uh, don't have their inebriations with them. It says right here, we steer, you pedal. <laughs> <laughs> we steer, you pedal, and party. Black Hills P Party Peddler is a group Bicycle locally owned and operated in Rapid City and in Spearfish, South Dakota. <laughs> it's fantastic. Spearfish is also just east of Rapid, correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, boy. That just <laughs> cracks yeah. me up. Huh. So all the uh, 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 guys on bikes, the, uh, I can't even remember, during Frontier Days? The rickshaws? The rickshaw, yeah. I think they're based out of Rapid City. Oh, really? I, I believe so, because on the backs of the rickshaws, I see this advertisement for whatever thing in Rapid City that yeah. is their company. And I'm like, well, okay. I mean, throw it on a semi and bring it on down. Throw it yeah. on a horse trailer. Yeah. Bring them all down. Get the bikes here, rent them out, whatever they do. I don't know, but they're, they're based in Rapid City, too. Yeah. There's an ad here for the Black Hills Open Top Tours. Looks like a traditional van, but the top's open and people are hanging out the top and they're getting a tour through the Black Hills, driving around, reading, huh? stand out, stand through the sunroof of a vehicle. Oh, okay. See, see nature as it is. Well, speaking of seeing nature, I want to go through Bear Country, USA. Bear Country. That's just outside of city limits. Mm -hmm. And and beside Bear Country USA, isn't there like a snake house or something? Yeah, um, reptile yeah. gardens. Reptile gardens. Yep, and American Buffalo Resort. Yeah, uh, I want to go through that because it just I, I love seeing animals mm -hmm. out in the nature and yeah, yeah, it's enclosed, but it's the bears are not enclosed. Correct. The animals are right there where you can see them, and there ain't nothing like a big old elk coming up to try and get some food from you. Yeah. Or deer or whatever animal you want to say. Don't feed the animals, but still. Mm -hmm. I want to go through that. My wife is not a big fan of seeing the reptile gardens. My wife would not go I at would all. En I would enjoy seeing reptile gardens. My, my wife has a severe aversion to snakes <laughs> right so does mine <laughs> my, my wife was bitten at 15 and ever since then spent several days in the hospital and ever since then the um the mere thought and <laughs> yeah so, so i picked up a i picked up a, a beanie baby one time not not trying to be mean <laughs> i 
I picked it up and I, I was laughing because it was coiled like a coiled up snake. And I was like, oh, look at the stuff snake. It's staying in, in, in its shape. And she turned and saw me holding it and just oh. froze in tears. And oh, I no. felt awful and terrible. And I was like, it's stuffed. It's not. And wow. So, yeah, be no, I don't blame her. There'll be no snakes. <laughs> there'll be no snakes. Exactly. We'll go to the zoo or whatever. She's like, yeah, if you want to go walk through that building, go ahead. I'll That's... wait out here. That's my wife. So actually, my wife and I went down to Denver for Zoo Lights um, yeah. during the Christmas season as, as one of our kind of, hey, we got to get away type date night things. I like things. Zoo Lights. And I, I was kind of disappointed because there wasn't much going on. And, and it's like, yeah. okay, whatever. Um, but we did go through the reptile house, and my wife actually appreciated that. Uh, I don't know if it was because it was behind glass or whatever, yeah. but one of the things I did... To propose to my wife, I sent her on a scavenger hunt through Woodland Park Zoo out in Seattle. Yeah. And I took her through this, through, through one of the stops was inside the reptile house there. She was in and out in like 60 seconds. She didn't stop to look. She didn't do anything. She just <laughs> in, where's my rose, and let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, my wife, no, reptile gardens, out of the question. Out of the question. So yeah. bear country. Um, I, I don't remember. I'll pull that up here. Um, if you want to go ahead and go to the next one that you enjoy seeing there in uh, Rapid City. And, and I'm going to say this, too, because it's I think it's of, of consequence. A lot of these things we'll talk about really are Memorial Day to Labor Day type of things. Because the tourism is such a heavy industry for Rapid City, um, a lot of these businesses are not open pre-Memorial Day. As I've found out the hard way when uh, we went um i want to say it was around 2010 or 2012 when my sister and brother-in-law came up from texas we went during spring break so we went in march and there were several things we would have liked to have done but weren't able to because they were not open so like bear country for example i'm sure they're not open right now they are are closed for the 2021 season yeah Um, uh, late april early may basically when snow is very limited if at all yeah so, yeah, they may or may not open prior to Memorial Day, but very limited. So. And they they will stay open. Once they open there in, in that late time frame of April, early May, they actually stay open till about Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, give or take. And usually, from what it looks like on their schedule, it's usually the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm sure that fluctuates some based on... Um, you know, weather or hey, we just don't have the tourism yeah. coming in anymore. Which yeah. hey, I totally get. Yeah. So another thing right outside of, of uh, Rapid City is the Black Hills Caverns. So if you like um, mm-hmm. caves and you like going through caverns and seeing the the natural the natural beauty in that, um, you can. Which they're also a seasonally open one just during that summer season. But um, I know a lot of people that really enjoy going and walking through the caverns and, and taking that, that tour through, through those. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Bear Country, um, like we said, it opens late May, late April, early May. Um, you can't take a motorcycle or a convertible through there um, or anything with a soft top because, well, animals, mm-hmm. um, they don't want you on a motorcycle getting yeah. charged by... Um, a deer or bucked off by a deer or elk. I can see that going horribly wrong for the individual on a motorcycle. 
just me. Um, but they do have uh, private vehicles, cars, trucks, vans, RVs, anything like that. It's a drive-through. Um, it does cost $20 per adult, $15 for children 5 to 12, and any senior is 18, 62 years of age or older. Military get discount, uh, both adult and child. So if you have dependents with you and you're in the military, they get discounted as well, which I thought is is kind of, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but per vehicle, it's only seventy five dollars. So if you've got a you know a brood of of children, yeah. Um, of you know eighteen or whatever the case is, and they're all your family, and you're in this you know fifteen passenger van, it's only going to cost you seventy five dollars, no matter how many kids you have in there. So I, I thought that was kind of cool, awful yeah. nice. Um, but yeah, that you you just go in, you drive. And uh, you get to see all sorts of wildlife, um, including in an area where you can get out, uh, baby bears. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, you've got Arctic wolf. You've got um, badgers, which that's a whole story. Did you know Dotsons were bred to hunt badgers? I did not know that. I would when not I, have guessed that. When either. I read that, I'm like, there's no way I'm letting my dog hunt a badger because those are nasty animals. Mm-hmm. But that's true. Um, you've got beavers. <laughs> you've got uh, bighorn sheep. Basically, I drive down to Estes Park, out to Estes Park. you got black bear there, obviously. Uh, you get to see some of the baby bears there because um, hibernation season is open. That's part of the other reason why they're not open during the winter is because of hibernation. You just, there's nothing to see when they're hibernating. You got bobcats there. You've got buffalo or bison, however you want to say it. Same thing. A Canadian lynx. Mm, nice. Lynx are pretty cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. I'd seen them out in the zoo, not in wild, because that would just, I'd freeze. Coyotes, which if you live in the city, you'll hear coyotes quite frequently. Yeah. There was a herd there a while back living out in Seattle. Um, you got elk. You've got porcupines. I guess riding around on a motorcycle and a porcupine come up, that might be bad too. Yeah. Just thought. So just some of the animals there that you have at Bear Country USA. And my wife's favorite, <laughs> I have a raccoon story, but I won't share it, but you've got raccoons there as well, um, which shoot, go to any campground. I was up in Casper camping one time and there are raccoons right there by the trash can. Yeah, if there's, if there's a campground, there's a raccoon, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's just a little bit about uh, Bear Country USA, um, a place I really do actually want to go. Yeah. So what else, Corey? So this is one that I've, I've wanted to stop at, but I never have. Um, it's called the Cosmos. They call it the, mis- the Cosmos Mystery Area. So on their website, it says, In 1952, two college boys searched the Black Hills looking for the perfect spot to build their summer cabin. Upon this search, they stumbled into this mysterious spot known as the Cosmos. They decided to camp out and investigate the odd phenomenons that were happening there and decided it was something of interest to the general public, so they fixed up a cabin to make it safe, resulting in the demonstrations you see. So it's a place you go in that everything kind of messes with your senses, with your your mind, with your the way things look, the way things feel, the way things appear. Um, the area known as the Cosmos is the strangest location in the entire Black Hills. Here the world is different, topsy-turvy with nothing in its normal position, including yourself. Laws of nature seem to have gone completely berserk, especially in the mystery house itself. 
However, to feel the pressure of the area against you is the most unusual feature at all. A physical experience you will never forget. <laughs> That's very interesting. Yes. That does sound fun. So they, it's just um, things look like they're off kilter, make you feel like they're off kilter. And I don't know if it's all just optical illusion or how it's done, but um, it sounds like it's a, an entertaining um, oh, absolutely! Thing to 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 go through. <laughs> that actually would be fun. So, like the first review on their website says, "I've heard about this place. Thought it was all hype. I was wrong. It's really cool. I was almost amazed from the start. Start worth the price of admission. Really enjoyed myself. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So makes you really try to figure out what's going on and think about how. How it's it's messing with your your mind as you're walking through the and doing the, the little experiments they have in it. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, I mean, cosmos. That just sounds fun. Yeah, space, cosmos, stars, yeah. stars. I like stars. Yeah. Sorry, random there. <laughs> I apologize. But it's funny, you know, when you look at like the pictures they have on their website, and you can see that things just, you know, look out of whack and like they, they don't make sense like they shouldn't fit that way and so one of those good things to get get your mind working oh yeah so yeah and and it looks like you know just from having been there um they they have a, a chocolate factory you can go tour and we tried to do that but the tour it's uh, the factory itself wasn't really open they just had the storefront area where you could see them making chocolate mm-hmm. um i was a lot disappointed uh, because uh, it's chocolate. Yeah. Who doesn't like chocolate? Uh, I know a few people that don't like chocolate, and, and I question their sanity on some days. Yeah. Um, but they they have stuff there that you can learn. You can engage that mind. And for a, a city that depends on tourism, and that's a great way to get people involved. Yeah. Is to engage them, be it you know walking through downtown and seeing the presidents because they have. The history of that president right there as part yeah. of the statue. Um, through Bear Country USA, they engage you in, in teaching you about the wildlife and mm-hmm. seeing, doing things there. Same with uh, Reptile Gardens. Um, you know, Crazy Horse. It's history. Yeah. Everything there that you can do that is free or really, really cheap is, is engaging that mind. And yeah. I, lo- I love that about Rapid City. Yeah. Like this Cosmos was $6.00. For people up to 11, um, four, well, from 5 to 11, 4 and younger were free, 12 for adults. So that's relatively cheap. Oh, absolutely. Um, and the, the last thing I'll read about it says right here, it says, um, all laws of nature and physics appear to suspend, water flows uphill, tall people appear shorter than smaller friends, and what appears to be measured level is not. As you, as you proceed into the mystery house, you have a chance to walk up a wall, be mysteriously pulled sideways while hanging perfectly straight from a rafter and experience other physical forces and demonstrations that can only be seen here. That's fantastic. So, yeah. That does sound fun. That does sound fun. So, so in the attractions thing, uh, one of the things that, that uh, I was able to do, uh, one of the friends that we have that used to live here in Cheyenne, um, he moved up to Rapid City to manage and operate mm-hmm. the, one of the, Col- or the Culver's up there. Um, but he took us out the night before. So my dad and I, 
uh, we went, uh, and he, we went to go go karting. Now, Rapid City has a few places you can get on things of four wheels called go karts that I really enjoy, probably a little too much as an adult. Um, but the one we went to was a track, and they have like leagues for go kart racing. Nice. Racing. And that track was, I think they said a quarter mile track, maybe a half mile track, I don't remember. But there straight away, I got that little go-kart up to 50 some odd miles an hour. Nice. And you, there's three or four places like that in Rapid City you can do that in. Uh, also in the attraction area is a place called Axe It Out. Guess what that is. Is that axe throwing? That is axe throwing. See, I need to do that. <laughs> Everyone who's done it says it's just great fun. Yes. And I hear we're getting something similar to that here in Cheyenne. I, that is the rumor. Um, uh, I, I can't wait. Because... I don't remember if it's open yet or not, but that is indeed yeah. the rumor. But everybody I know that's ever gone to one of those axe throwing places says it's just absolutely fantastic. So, so you know my mom. Mm-hmm. She's one of the most mild-mannered people you will ever meet. She doesn't like, she doesn't like football because it's violent. She isn't a big hockey fan because, well, violence. Yeah. Um, my brother, she went out to Spokane to visit my brother and his, his family, and they took her axe throwing. She enjoyed it. And when I found out my mom enjoyed axe throwing, one, I, I chuckled because, you yeah. know, it's my mom. But I'm like, there is actually a lot of uh, apparently adrenaline that you can get from axe throwing. Yeah. I want to experience that adrenaline. Yeah, I want to. I want to do that. <laughs> so you've got that. You've got escape rooms there, which apparently are really, really growing in popularity yeah. across the nation. So we and, we did one um, as a family. We did one in I think it was in Fort Collins, or oh, probably about three years ago. Had a really good time with it. A right lot on. of fun. And then this last year, while we were on vacation out in the in Tennessee, we did one in Pigeon Forge. And yeah, I had did a, one in Pigeon Forge. Of, had a lot of fun doing that. Too. Yep, yep. You've got Black Hill Speedway, so if you enjoy racing, um, you've got that. One of the things that I actually really, really want to go to um, is during the summer. And you know, I'm a music person. You're a music person. Mm-hmm. Um, is uh, the annual christian music festival hills alive correct um and apparently skillet's going to be up there this year really um so mm, mm, do i want to go my wife and i actually just went over to um des moines iowa and saw skillet at the winter jam tour so that was a lot of fun but uh hills alive is free Mm -hmm. it is right there in downtown right along the river in the middle of city at the river park that they have there a um, couple different um, stages there. I have friends that have played there. Um, they enjoyed their time there. Uh, first time they had an opportunity to play there, they took it. I, I don't know if they've been back yet or not, but Temple Vale, if you're hearing me, there's your shout out for the, yeah. the podcast. But yeah, they went up there. They enjoyed it. They led worship while they were there. Um, so this year, um, where'd the dates go? Oh my gosh, it's not even on here. But, uh, shoot, now i got to find out when it is. Uh, Skillet, Jeremy Camp, Jordan State, Sire, Cryer, Blanca, Peabod, Jason Gray, Joni Diaz, Voda, a band from, what, 10, 15 years ago? Mm-hmm. With Peter Furler 
of the Newsboys. He's with Voda. I don't know if he's with Voda or if he's just going to be the special guest because the guy who founded Voda actually used to be in the Newsboys. Okay. So there is that that relationship there. Um, we are messengers, and then obviously Skillet um, is going to be there. But again, it's free. Um, if you like Christian music, head out there. I want to say it's in July, uh, but it's not popping up here because uh, yep, July 16th and 17th. Nice. Um, which is a Friday and Saturday. Um, or is it Saturday? I don't remember. It's Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday. Um, but it's it's right next to Central High School. Central High School is right in the middle of town as well. Um, they've got uh, free food. Not free food. They've got concessions. It's a music festival. Who doesn't have yeah. concessions there? Yeah. Um, obviously, their band is going to be there with their favorite or with their merchandise so you can get your favorite band's t-shirt. Um, they do encourage water, lawn chair, lots of water because it's July and it's hot. Yeah. Um, sunscreen or else you're going to get skin cancer, maybe fry third, fourth degree burns. That's nothing to joke with and I don't say that jokingly. Um, but you can also shop because you're right there in downtown. Yeah. You know, a couple blocks away you've got your regular routine stores yeah. in any downtown area. So uh, head out there. It'll be fun if, uh, if that's your thing. So I'm going to throw it to back to another drive. Um, if, if you're looking for another little little um, scenic route, commonly known as the Needles Highway. Um, a lot of people talk about driving. When they drive the pigtails, they drive the needles as well. It's a, um, it's a bypass. Um, they say it's, it's a national scenic byway completed in 1922. It lies within Custer State Park, which is 30 miles south of Rapid, which we talked about earlier. Um, it's an impressive 14-mile stretch that includes very sharp turns, narrow tunnels, granite spires, and world-class views. Cool. Um, they were told it was impossible to construct before they built it. So that's South huh. Dakota Highway number 87, uh, the Needles Highway. Um, cool. Another absolutely stunning uh, drive if you're just wanting to just drive and enjoy the nature and um, enjoy the scenery. Cool. Right on. So we're going to wrap it up here um, before we do a uh, couple more things. Um, the monument is their kind of all-purpose arena, um, kind of like a ball arena in Denver. Uh, they've got the Rapid City Rush, an ECHL hockey team there. So if you're a hockey fan, you can take in some hockey. They've got bands that come through, like April 22nd, Chicago's going to be there. Very good. Um, that, that'd be a fun one to go to. Yes. I'm a big Chicago fan. Uh, or Later this month, if you've got kids, youngsters that enjoy Blippi, old Blippi's going to be there in town. So it's, it's again, one of those multi-purpose arenas that they have. Nice. So, hey, hey, cool. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's uh, fun. And, and the monument there is where we were taking the youth group to. They've, it's a huge convention center um, that is broken up into six, seven different areas. So it's, it's kind of a fun little place there. There is a, um, a hotel there called the, um, the Watiki Water Park Resort. Yes. Where you can stay at the hotel and for a, another fee, they have a whole indoor water park yep. attached to the hotel. Um, we stayed there. That was really cool. 
Uh, my kids absolutely love that. And it's kind of <laughs> nice because it's right, right part of the hotel. Yeah. You know, like you can get yeah. your dinner and like, sure, go crazy. I'm going to sit over here and relax or, or you can jump in and ride the slides and nice. with them. Um, so that that's a, a neat place to stay. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's a little, a little different. And, um, one last thing I want to throw out. Real Absolutely. Quick. Also in Hill City, which is a really cool city. I enjoy Hill City, which is right in that whole heart of the Black Hills mm-hmm. near Custer and everything. They have an 1880s train you can ride. Oh, an wow. Old, an old steamer. And um, it's fun to ride that train and takes you up through the Black Hills. That would be fun. More history. Yes. And that's an old yeah. train. It's a two-hour round trip through... Through the Black Hills on 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 an on an eighteen an eighteen eighty steam with an eighteen eighty steam engine, that actually is cool. So that would be fun. That that I I, I really enjoy that. That that actually would be fun. So so as we close it out, we'll we'll highlight a few things real quick for us coming up. Um, like I told you, uh, again, this is a travel podcast, and one of the things we're committing ourselves to doing, hopefully a little more often than once a year. Um, is travel. So next week, I am actually heading out to Las Vegas to attend um, the Wyoming basketball games at the Mountain West Conference basketball tournament. Nice. Looking forward to that. Trying to catch up with a friend there. Um, Very cool. Not sure we're going to be able to connect and hang out for a few, but we're going to try. But while there, we're going to stay at the Excalibur. We're going to discover, and I say we're, it's because my wife is going with me, Mm -hmm. and she's going to do a little schoolwork while I'm at basketball games. Nice. In the evening, who knows? We're just going to see what happens. So Vegas. I've got, yeah, Something will happen. yeah, exactly. Um, so we're going to do that. And then in June, I am going to be celebrating 25 years of marriage with to my wife. So we, we resolved that on our 24th anniversary, we're going to go on a cruise and we're going to go to Alaska. So that's what we're doing. Very good. We're going to depart Seattle. We're going to head up to Alaska, Ketchikan, uh, one of the straits there, Juneau. And then I think we're going to stop in Victoria as well. So a few different stops, and then we'll spend a few extra days there in Seattle and hang out with family, her family, and we'll both catch up with some friends while there. Very good. Um, And then in August, I am heading back out to California, as I understand it, to uh, be a scorekeeper uh, at the American Legion West Regional Baseball Tournament. That's going to be in, uh, oh, I can't even remember, Fairfield. California, which is exactly halfway between Sacramento and San Francisco. I am not going to go into San Francisco because I will not have a car. Um, We'll just hang out there in Fairfield at the hotel and and just chill. Uh, We got friends that are there that we'll be able to hang out with during the baseball tournament. So that'll be fun. And then if we have a baseball season, my son and I are actually trying to plan a trip, a baseball trip to the Northeast and try and catch some of the stadiums, both minor league and um, big league teams. So, you know, go to Hershey, take in the Hershey Chocolate Factory while there. Um, nice. But then also try and catch ball games at both New York stadiums, uh, Baltimore, Philadelphia, Boston. Don't know yet, but nice. both my son and I agree, if we go out that far, we're at least going to hit uh, Boston and take in Fenway Park. So, and probably Yankee Stadium at the worst. So right. that's what we got going on, Corey. My my son is a huge baseball fan, and he's he's dreading the 
no. the possibility of this season, and I won't even I won't even get you started on yeah. that because I know that's. <laughs> but um, that's one of his bucket list items is to to catch a game in every stadium. So hopefully someday we can start on that as well. Absolutely. Um, so for us, um, my son will graduate this May and. As of right now, it appears that he's going to be attending a school in New York City for musical theater. Awesome. Um, he's, he uh, auditioned and was accepted to a, a dramatic arts school, which is in, in Manhattan on the, if I term this right, the Upper West Side. The guy said you, it's like a couple blocks he can walk to Central Park, a couple blocks he can walk to Broadway. Oh, um, jeepers. So, um, if that goes through, hopefully I will, me and the wife will be, um, getting our first trip into New York city this year. Right. As we, um, I don't know that we'll be able to, I don't know that they're doing, um, in-person tours yet. Sure. Of the facilities. I think they're still doing zoom tours, all things considered. Um, but at some point, if he's going to go to school there, we'll, we'll get up there. So we're looking forward to that. Right on. Um, I have... A couple weddings down south to attend at some point uh, in the fall and, and into winter, October cool. and, uh, and December. And also in October, um, we are also going on a cruise. Right on. We are going on a, a, on a Caribbean cruise. So Nice. We will be um, heading into, uh, I believe, into the Bahamas. Nice. So, yeah, Freeport and Nassau. Yep. And um, I think we have a stop in Key West to start. And there's one more in there. I can't remember off the top of my head. One more stop. But uh, so I will also be doing a cruise this year. So we'll have cruise to talk about at some point. Absolutely. On the podcast. That we'll also be able to talk about Key West. Yeah. That was a fun little town, by the way. Yeah. So, yeah, that's someplace I've not been. I look forward to, to speaking on Key West. And cool. I look forward to maybe giving a little bit of what we get to experience in, in New York city, hopefully. And, absolutely. Um, so there's, yeah, we've got a few things on, on our, our horizon as well. Right on. Coming up. And we, we got to work on getting a weekend away just yeah. as, as couples to go do something yeah. somewhere in, I don't know, the mountains, yeah. <laughs> the mountains yeah. of Colorado. I actually have an open invitation from one of my writers, uh, during frontier days to hit her up anytime I'm, I'm down there, so I'd have I don't even remember her name, but I it's in my contact, and I nice. researched the town that she she runs properties for, down there. So, but that's yeah, in the mountains. It's, it's a stupid expensive place, though, stupid expensive. Yeah. So, so anyway, well that that about sums it up. I'm done. It's been good. All right, cool. So for Aaron and Corey, this has been Audios Beaches on the Say It Again Network. If you want to find us, check out the wonderful social media sites twitter instagram and i don't know if we're on instagram i think we're on instagram i don't remember at least twitter and facebook um and you can find the say it again network all on those social media networks as well and anywhere you find your favorite podcast you can find us on that platform as well so thanks for joining us i'm done i'm done as well it's been really good and uh Let's get together a little sooner next time. Hopefully life won't be as hectic. Absolutely. Take it easy, y'all, and peace out. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Number 97. Or house cleaning. 
or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.